Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your besties. And I'm James Anderson. I'm just me. I'm just this guy. <laughs> oh, you're on our this other show, bestie. On this show, going through the, through the MCU as two people. Do. That have various relationships with each other, and that's <laughs> fine. In historical order, scene by scene or day by day until the end of time. Uh, listeners, can you tell that we had a full-length conversation about the term bestie and about how comfortable we are or not with that word? Uh, right before the it's, episode, it's not that I'm uncomfortable with it per se. It is. It does feel weird for us to say it to each other, though. Mm-hmm. For you to say it to me when it's oh. like, so you would feel fine with saying it to me, just not the other way around. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that because I don't think I would call you my. When, when I say I wouldn't say that, I don't. I mean that in every possible way. I can mean that right now. <laughs> Uh, well, what I mean to tell you, James, oh, yeah? is that we're watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 7, and we're starting at oh, 7 man. minutes, 23 seconds, and ending at 8 minutes and 32 seconds. And then what? Actually, this What's time, it's just that. Yeah, I know. James, you are acting far too surprised for a man who literally writes the timeline. <laughs> okay, here is what <laughs> happens. <laughs> James being blindsided by his Let own death. <laughs> give me this, John. Give me this one joke. Like when when uh when Alex um Horn mm-hmm. pretends to be surprised by a thing that, yeah, that Greg he, says that he right. has written. Yeah. <laughs> Spe- specifically when he's like, Don't do that face. You like you know that like I this is your writing. And he's like, Oh, oh. <laughs> right. Sorry, sorry. No, yep, yep, yep. Um Either that or it goes, you little twit or whatever, like young gets like angry at him. Okay. But I'm not getting angry at you. Uh-huh. Well, man, one of us one of us is enough, probably. Good. Well, go stare out into nothingness outside while I read this then. I will not. Because <laughs> I handle things well. Here's what happens. <laughs> we see a sea of schematics, tools, and pieces of tech litter Russell Feldman's desk. We hear the voicemail machine beep. A classic sound. If you were born before the 2000s, you've most likely heard this sound before. Chip's voice comes through the speakers. Where the hell have you been? Your store has been closed all week. I want my computer back, nerd. Beep. Feldman ignores that and finishes what he's working on with a, uh, that should do it. Can you say something for me? And I'm very disappointed that the voice doesn't say something or something for me. But what we do here is a distorted voice says, hello, Russell. Very heavily distorted and computeristic. Russell states that he's close, toggles a few switches, (laughs) and then tightens his screwdriver just a little bit. He urges Sybil to try again. A computerized sounding Sybil greets him. He smiles. He greets her back. She thanks him for restoring her voice And he gets excited because she sounds like, quote, an actual woman, which is, hey, folks, that's possibly one of the saddest things I've heard in the MCU so far. Yeah. Um, It's also, I think, sadly, too realistic of a line. Like, right. There are people. Wilson Fisk ask for uh, his mom to join him in Zupa Inglese. Like, we've heard some sad shit, but this is. 
This takes this is sad on an entire. Oh, this is sad an entirely different way, and you're just kind of like you. Please, you have to be better than that, Feldman. Anyway, um, he, and he said, "Give me this one thing." Anyway, uh, as I have always been and will be once more, she says. Love that. Uh, which is very interesting how different she treats this. I mean, granted, she's manipulating him, but it's right. very different than something like Janet from The Good Place, or even honestly, as Enoch would be like. Uh, Even though Enoch says, as I have always been. True, true. But he says that about being a friend, doesn't he? He he says that about a lot of things. That's a good point. (laughs) Uh, They're like, you're still here. He goes, as I have always been. (laughs) Oh, you really like, you're you're a really big Reese's Puffs fan. And he's like, as I have always been. That's him eating too much of the cereal. And the the lead singer of Death Cat for Cutie is like, hey, do you want to watch that uh movie where Richard Dreyfus is a pilot that dies and then comes back as a ghost and he says as I have always been <laughs> Bill okay the movie always yeah. is about Richard Dreyfus yeah, okay, okay. Good. Uh, so anyway so he gets serious and brings himself back down to earth like we just did yeah your blueprints they're light years ahead of everything I've ever seen they are simply instructions only after you've made me flesh will you grasp my true capabilities Double yeah entendre. Russell gets Pretty happy about that, and he promises not to rest until she's he standing in front again. of him. Yep. I am confident we'll make a perfect pair, she says, garnering a large smile from the poor man. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, Mac returns home to a quiet and empty apartment. Yes. Now, that is, according to both MC Wiki and, for some reason, my own head, his parents' place. His, his dead his dead parents. Yep. I don't think that there's any other than thematic reasons. I don't think we see like a bill or no. like a picture of him on the wall where it's like this is our son because well, we are been his parents. Out basically, right? Because he's also been moved on somewhere else. Right. Um. Well, he's been yeah. He, young Alfie has been with Uncle Marcus. Right. So. Right. So. So it's like they just left the furniture, but like none of the other right. stuff. Yeah. Right. Um. I do want to point out. Uh, his I had not picked this up in my episode, but I think it's funny that the guy who's asking after his computer is named Chip. <laughs> that is that's that is very good. That's very funny. To and his last like, name is Woe Mac. Um, although very funny that it's Woe Mac because Woe is Mac in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a chip off the old block as Mac. Sybil. Anyway, so yep. uh, let's Sybil keep it Sybil. Um, James. Oh, um, we made the same joke at the exact same time. We did. <laughs> uh, so, James, what are your yep. thoughts on these scenes here? Um, I, when I see Russell Feldman yeah. and his scenes, I think about how lonely pre-internet days were. Mm-hmm. If you were a nerd. Like, and you didn't have like a group of people in your town to like, you know, sort of a Stranger Things Hellfire Club sort of deal. Um, I think about how lonely he must be because he's he he's this repairman for this technology that in 1982 is not brand new. Right. But personal computers are very new. Right. It's. Also, well, I mean, I, I do think, though, that, like, something, I don't know what the hell Chip Womack does. 
I thought he was a journalist because I thought he said you must have read, seen my article in the newspaper. Right. But he says you must have uh, read the article about me in the newspaper. Right. So he said he has lots of orders due. Yes. So he's a drug dealer. Oh, okay. Sure. Because you would do that on a computer. Um, it's the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, so <laughs> he's a porn producer because porn is what moves technology forward. And that is scientifically. That is proven. actually. Yeah. Uh, no, I do. I will say this, though, going back once again to your previous scene, I will say mm-hmm. that in that discussion where he's like, oh, no, we know each other. We went to high school together. And yeah. he says to him, this is this is sad. I'm going to quote it directly. Please don't, you know, get pissed off at me about the way this is worded. But he says, oh, yeah, you used to run around with Fat Sack and Petey. Right. But those are not Russell's friends. Right. Those are Chip's friend. Chip People Chip knew. knew. Right. Yeah. And probably also other nerds, you know, because like. Oh, no, I think they're I think I, I pictured them as jocks. Interesting, because to me, Fat Sack doesn't didn't exactly feel that way. Really? Yeah. Because what I was thinking, I mean, granted, it could mean you know big balls, but I was thinking, or like a or like a defensive lineman. Maybe I was thinking more of like you know you think of all the nerds that you make big fun fat of, sack. right? So it's like, uh-huh. hey, move it, Fat Sack, kind of thing. like people people being mean, people being dicks, yeah. jerks. So it's like I imagine it's almost like you know maybe technically he saw them eating at the same lunch table kind of thing because that's where all the nerds would sit. But that doesn't mean that they're friends. They probably don't even actually all like the same things. But the way he's like, yeah, I didn't really run around with anyone, you know? Yeah. Because it would be weird to me to be like, oh, I remember you. You used to run around with my other friends. Would be a no, weird I'm not saying they were his that. other friends, but like that he, he knew. knew. Yeah. Like I pictured it as I don't remember this person at all. Interesting. He's saying he remembers me, so I must know him. Oh, wait, wasn't that that one guy who ran around with Fat Sack and Petey? I saw right. at that party one time. Right, um, yeah. You just, he you did just the keg stand, but then, then barfed the through his nose. Oh, I forget what his name was. Was it this guy? Right, you just kind of make a stab in the dark. Honestly, yeah. even if you're connecting it to a real memory, or you go, oh, yeah, you used yeah. to hang around with this guy, right? And then it's like, no, like, oh, yeah. Oh, I really Ned thought it was you. Ryerson. Yeah. Needle nose Ned, Ned the head. I dated your sister until you told me to stop. Uh, oh, yeah, you used to run around with Freckleface Haynes, the dog face boy, didn't you? And he's like, that is a white Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know what to tell you that. When you said it like that, it sounded like a derogatory term. <laughs> because I think it is. <laughs> that, that is a white Christmas. Oh, oh, oh I, I thought you meant the no, Freckleface no, no. Haynes, dog face no, boy. Like, if, like, you know, that is a white Christmas, sir. Thank you. Everyone on your block. Yeah. I forget it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway no, I... That's it's interesting that we were interpreting this this different ways because to me like it was not a surprise like, but <laughs> you, I mean listen I don't think that's a bad thing either we like to no, both yeah. kind of come at this with our maybe our own experiences whatever but it's kind of like you know for example I was a band kid right an orchestra mm-hmm. kid choir kid but that didn't mean that like I mean while I knew everyone in the department yeah. I definitely was not like close friends with everyone I would right. say that there were people that were quote unquote friends but they were really acquaintances people that I sort of had to spend time with and be around that either I didn't really like or vice versa. And sometimes it was just because they were just plain mean, you know, yeah. but it's like, it would be like, you know, imagining that just because, um, I won't say his real name, but there was a guy who was That's in that. band now that was also, um, that sex. 
who's like in my in my freshman year, he was a senior. He was on the football team, but he was also in the marching band, right? But like the thing is that like he was then what, kind of what mean. Did he play? French horn. Um, <sighs> he was then actually kind of mean to the band and like music kids, at mm-hmm. least specifically the second you were out of those halls because he would be around like the cool kids and he would kind of like slam you even though people knew he was, it was weird. Right. But like, I remember being like, ah, that's pretty fake and kind of shitty. You know what I mean? People that move between social groups, but not in the cool way. Yeah. In like the real shitty way. (laughs) Right. Unlike Austin, who was definitely like, Hey, yeah, I'm in, you know, choir and stuff like that and theater and y'all should try it. It's fucking fun. And then some of them were like, okay, sure. Bet. And then they did. Uh, Did they say bet? I probably, to be honest with you, they probably did. Really? Yeah. I thought that was a newer saying. Than, uh, oh, no. I think Bet's been around no for a cap, long time. No cap. I thought it was uh, a much more rizzed up <laughs> No, No, I think than... those, I think that might have been around. I mean, I will say it for sure. We definitely used to say like, what's the move? That definitely was during that time. Uh-huh. I don't Is think that, that another thing. Yeah. What's the move was oh. kind of like, what are we doing? Like what, what's, oh, I know what, know what's the move means. Okay. I, I, that's yeah. But like, yeah, the amount of times that I, I know that I said that in high school, like, but like after rehearsal or after whatever, be like, what's the move? You know, just like, can I ask? Yeah. Can I ask you a, a, a lexiconographic thing? Sure. Right now. That's not the right word. When did let's go start. That's a really good mind. question. I feel like it might've been around for probably a while. I noticed recently that I've been saying it a lot. Yeah. In fact, I kind of can't stop saying it. Yeah. I think that it got pretty big on places like Twitch gaming yeah. spaces. Yeah. Because it's like an easy cheer. Yeah. You know, you get something done, something cool happens and you go, let's go or, or let's fucking go. You know, the amount of yeah. times that I've seen like LFG on posts nowadays but yeah. also, I've definitely seen a lot of sports people using it too, right? Which is interesting. Both LFG like, and I've definitely also heard let's like, go. like, let's go Caps. I've gotten, I, I get that where yeah. you you say you know let's go and then the sports team or whatever. I got that. I didn't notice. I was in a Wonder Years concert, and the mm, guy next to me he yelled that out. No, 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 no. Oh. The guy next to me at the concert was like every song. Actually, it was during uh, the. Uh, Origami uh, Gang, Origami something. I don't remember. They're they're a very good band. You should check them out. Uh, Gami Gang will get you there. G A M I G A N G. But he knew the songs, a lot of them. And when they would start, he'd be like, "Let's go!" And I had never noticed it before. And that was when I started noticing it absolutely everywhere. everywhere. And I haven't stopped. Yeah, yeah. It's I. It's very fascinating. It's one of those things where I didn't realize how much I was saying it until. I don't remember what happened, like specifically. I like or like yeah. w- like when this was. This was definitely within the last month. But I remember one time it was a thing where like I went to bed and I came back the next day to Twitter having kind of blown up. And part of it was just like, you know, there have been multiple tweets and like a thread and all this other stuff. And people were liking, resharing, whatever. And so I was basically re-seeing some of my own tweets like 10, 15 times in one day. And then yeah. also some kind of older tweets because people kind of basically found me and then kind of were scrolling a little bit and just checking out things I did. And I noticed that like at least six tweets within the same week all had let's go on it. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I do say that a lot. Shit. I want to be very clear that the term let's go is not what I'm talking about. Like, no, right. It's about R- Rancid, be, Rancid's album. There's it's you know, multiple suicide O's. machines. have a, Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I truly, I don't know when or how the long let's go got yeah. started, but I do know that it has like a death grip on Gen Z and millennials in like, sports and uh, gaming. I don't hate it. It, it feels to me like something that I'm seeing from the outside, mm. you know? And, and like, I don't, I don't mind that. I just think it's weird to, to have that phenomenon where it's not like, I don't feel the need to say it, but I do n- sort of note, not badly, just sort of generally neutrally when it happens. And I'm just like this person too, huh? Mm. Not in a bad way. Just sort of like, it really is everywhere. Hey, um, I think that it's funny that what would really help us with this fat sack and PD thing, which I know is from the previous episode, but we're sort of in the after the Chip Womack aftermath, if you will, mm-hmm. um, is if we could calibrate the level of insult at their school at Rivers End High, because like, is fat sack like the level of insult that is like what a nerd or yeah. you know, listen, it's the eighties. So like, there's way, way further depths you can plumb, which would make Fat Sack and Petey. Petey is not a you know, Petey's just a nickname for Peter, Peter but like right. um But like that's the thing. That could be that elevates it. If you went lower with your with your you know, lower cast groups, that means that you can name your friends. Right. Yeah. Cause like okay. We need a, like another point of So here's 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 I mean to kind of build off of that, right? So like Fat sack. I know I kind of mentioned it earlier, but it's like it could mean like you know if you've got like buddies and you're giving them nicknames, I could totally see someone being like, "Look at the check out the balls on this guy, right?" Right. Call him a fat sack, meaning like you know fat sack. Right. Yeah. Also, kind of like you said, sports player. There's definitely yep. been kids who have been nicknamed things like fridge, bus. Yep. You know, so fat yep. sack could as. Did you just call the Chicago Bears player the fridge uh, a kid? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not necessarily okay. calling him necessarily a kid, but I mean, like, I think okay. that, for example, people like him. Yeah, that but I mean, like, there's, I'm sure, I don't know. Did it? Did that nickname start there? Like, did he? Because you know how sometimes kids come into to programs, they go, "Oh, this is my nickname," right? <laughs> like, did you ever see? Um, Remember the Titans? Uh, I, you know, um, yes, but it's been a bit. But I've also seen it making its rounds on TikTok recently. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say even further, yes. Because like I, I know for sure when they all first start like sounding off and like meeting each other. Um, yeah. I don't even remember his actual first name, but like it's like Jerry Wilson or something like that, and then he calls himself the Rev, Rev, or yeah. just Rev rather. And they're like, "Why do people call you Rev or whatever?" Right? And you're like, and so you know they they get into it, but it's like he comes into it being like, "And this is my nickname." Right, yeah. which is also smart because in that sort of situation, they will come up with a nickname for you if you yeah. don't already have one established. So setting it up immediately so that no one calls you fat sack, you know what I mean? Smart. Right. But there's the guy who is in um, Boy Meets World. I'm forgetting mm-hmm. his name, the actor, but the kind of heavier set, like bully kid. And then he's just right. a, a sweet, gentle giant in this movie. You That's know, he's Evan Supley, right? Maybe that probably is. Again, I'm sometimes I'm terrible with names, but like, and the way that he Ethan's is our Ethan's up. Later. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and then you know, and then he plays like this big, you know, I think defensive end. I think, yeah. um, 
in you know, yep. in in that you know, and, mm-hmm. and he's he's such a joy you know so but he like plays Frankie in Boy Meets World right right yeah uh but like yeah so it's like it's very interesting where some of these nicknames can go but like yeah. it's also like I can totally see you look at a you know kid who's playing D and D in a group and maybe he's a little heavy set so you call him Fat Sack because you know you're really trying to get at him. You're you know? making a bag of holding reference, and it it goes all sorts of wrong. You mm-hmm. actually want to be friends with them, but right? But you rolled a, a three on your charisma and performance. And they were like, "We're not having it." They kicked you out, um, and you're like, "God damn it! I'm, I'm putting these dice in dice jail. Show me the math." <laughs> uh, I also think PD is fascinating too, right? Because specifically, this is also why it's really hard to tell the tone that it's used, right? Because in Spider Man. There are many uh-huh. people who call him Petey, like Peter Parker, not Spider-Man. Right. To be clear, like what I mean by that is people who don't know that he's Spider-Man, just who only know yeah. Peter Parker. But it's like, for sure, although she usually calls him Tiger, Tiger. right? Yeah, yeah. But like Mary Jane Watson has definitely called him Petey in certain franchises. Gwen Stacy has called him Petey. Um, Liz, whatever her last name is, has called him Petey. Um, they changed it for... Oh no no no! They didn't change it. They didn't change it, and because uh, it Betty, was Betty Brand. No no no! Uh, the girl who is technically Toombs' daughter. Oh yeah yeah. In in Homecoming, but it's the same yeah. character because she, for whatever reason, she has her mom's last name, um, both in the movie and in, uh, in like the comics and stuff like that. In this one, they just sort of made Liz it Allen. so that yeah, Liz Allen. In this one, they just made it that Toombs is now her dad, right? Yeah. Um. But uh, no, but Liz Allen has also called him Petey. You know what I mean? But like yeah. when they say it, they're usually like, it's kind of like, hi, Petey. You know, like like yeah. there's like a, a genuine affection. But then like Flash Thompson has also called him Petey and like yeah. said it in like a derogatory way and like shoved him. Right. Yeah. And I don't know I, if it's that he's repeating what they say or it's just like, you know, to be mean or if it's just because he keeps hearing it, it kind of accidentally gets in his head. But he's now, right. but he is saying it with, with vitriol because like he's just like. I'm mad at you and I think you suck, you know? I mean, you, it it could be also PD, like letter P, letter D, PD. Interesting. Could stand for like penis dick. (laughs) I don't know why that one was so funny, but yeah, uh, for sure. What else could it be, James? Uh, pirate dong. (laughs) Okay. And what's one more? Plumber's dollar. Interesting. That was a very different take, and I I like that. Interesting. It's a it ha- it has some value, but also you fished it out of the toilet. <laughs> okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, it's a one of those gold dollar coins that they yeah. make you dive in for, like kind of like bobbing Nugget. for apples when they swirl yeah. you. And if you don't get that PD, it's getting flushed away. Yeah, exactly. It's getting FA. Like, like yeah. Right. Uh, also, public defender. Uh, if someone was like a lawyer. Mm. Also, I was thinking like repeaty, like someone that would uh, always repeat things, and they call them repeaty, but then it got shortened to peaty. Interesting. So, anyways, that's all that I had. You said what's one more, and that means that's yeah. it. So, uh, let's see. Um, answering machines or analog voicemail? Yes. Uh. I don't know the uh, accuracy of you can tweak a screwdriver a little bit and then the voice sounds like a like 
a, a woman's voice. Well, he does. Is that, is that good? I will say he does tweak multiple switches. Like he he, he okay. flips some switches and stuff like that, and then he tweaks it. And I I think what I actually think is happening here to to specify. And granted, we might be able to ask Alex um, quickly at oh, some yeah. point about this, but he's effectively looking at like a a computer board, like a motherboard almost type situation. Um, yeah. But like basically like it's the same thing with my computer, for example, right? That like I built like from parts myself. Like I know that there's at one point when I'm building part of, there's a piece here like near the top for where headphones can go into. And so you run a wire into the board and like that part of the board is where some of the sound exists basically, like the sound portion of it exists. And like I think that what he's got going on is is multiple ports and there's all these things and the idea is, is that he has effectively, there would be like a wire and stuff like that underneath that is underneath that screwdriver. And so he's he's pushing it in to basically create a connection, but he's not yeah. fully tightening it because he once he tightens it, he wants to tighten it, tighten it, and not have it, to undo it and you know, mess with the stuff. It. So it's kind of like it. he's checking it because that's why I think it's happening because he's like holding it in place. He tests some things and then goes, and it's like, okay. But I definitely got a sound out of it when it was here. So I now yeah. know that I can fully close it. And between right. fully closing it and basically like letting go and also having made these modulations, it'll, it like, we already know that this part's working. It's just that this stuff has to be fixed. So Sybil's doing it happening. all on her own, just making him Ooh. think that he's doing it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's all that I think that I had. Uh, oh, well, I mean, it's, uh, January 29th, 1982. Uh, it was established in a Chiron as January 21st, 1982 in the previous episode. Uh, that's a Thursday. Chip says that his store has been closed all week, which would make sense for it to be the Friday. So it's the 29th. That's what I makes sense to me. And that's what makes sense to MC wiki. Okay. Pretty straightforward. Why that date? We don't need a theme song or whatever. Cool. Or whatever. Yeah. Now, James, we have, yeah. we didn't do this last episode, so we got to do it now. What is our version of getting out of 1982 episodes? 1982, 83, let's call it. True, 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 yes. Keep on growing our beard? Should we... Should we let the groceries rot? You know what? I like should we let the groceries rot. It's sort of a Dead Kennedys reference. Um, mm. Let's... Uh, let's. So, Colin, shall, shall I let the groceries rot? Which actually sounds like just sitting here and doing nothing while the groceries rot, but... What that is kind of what happens though, really. But right, but I'm actually gonna be doing something, which is doing the. Oh no, I'm just gonna say goodbye. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this is the pre. Uh, 1982 is the preamble to the events of 1983. So I appreciate you all uh, listening as we sort of get ourselves centered in the early 80s. Um, Nothing really happened of import in the early parts of 1982. He said alienating much of his audience. Um, <laughs> Aaron was born in November, and then a whole bunch of cool people were born uh, the following year. So that's all that I have to say about that. As always, I am James Anderson. I'm Colin Parker. Excelsior! Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on, Jesus. Excelsior!
The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.